With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latarge. Back again, this time street course edition of Dirty Mo Doe. I'm on the road in Chi-Town on the lake, on the shores of Lake Michigan, trying to get my words connected. Um, Russell, Professor, you already have a smirk on your face. I don't know what it is. I don't know why you have it, but you already have this beaten grin. So don't, I don't even want to know why. The Chop is in the house, normal Chop. Chop came to visit us in Nashville last week. Yeah. He He bought us dinner too, right, Trav? Oh, you weren't Does that qualify for the dinner that I owed? Does on my end, because that was a hell of a dinner. I'll send you a DoorDash. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, felt great to be back in the booth. Had a blast on NBC. The racing at Nashville, even with only four yellows, was I mean, it was crazy, to be quite honest. Three wide for the lead for, I don't know, three laps one time. Great race at the finish. Um, in the end, it was Chastain. I saw Ross last night. Still has a big smile on his face. Ross, the boss, Chastain, stuck it to the chop. The chop had a lot of Toyota action. <laughs> that Ross- was right. The Toyotas were hot. They were fast. They were the best cars until the end. They were the best cars until the pay window opened. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's. So what kind of hit was it, Chop? Let's talk about it. Let's just get it right. Just pull the band uh, Minus off. nine and a half units. Not too bad. We hit four out of five on the head-to-heads. I think we need to focus more on the head-to-heads. Slaughtered on the winners. No winner this week. I took all Toyotas. Well. I went with your theory of, you know, until Chastain can prove that he can win on an oval. Well, now he has. Yeah. Yeah, listen. No. We did right in fading, you know, HMS. They weren't anywhere to be found, really. It was Toyotas. We had it. We had it dialed in. Had one of the Toyotas won, it'd have been a good day. And hey, listen, I wanted to go hats off, even though it cost chop. I mean, hats off to Chastain because it wasn't like a you know we've been talking about restarts and track you know bunch of BS. No, no, it was basically excuse me coming through past Truex, past Hamlin, took the lead, game over. Yep. Um, well done. Shall we review our magical bets because somebody got their bet right last week? Double eye roll. Gonna... Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. When, when, when the professor got his bets right, he came in beating his chest like he was Tarzan, the, the betting man. And now he's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. You won with a 24th place finish. What was That's the second sad. word of that statement? You're still making it. <laughs> yeah. When you get to the chop picks records, then we'll talk. Until then, just pipe down. Well, then the, perhaps the, the, the most glorious award, it's, it's, it's what, what is it in the movie? It's a major award. It's a major award. We give it out each and every week. The Lawn Chair Award. Um, I have my opinion. 
but I'm going to go around the room before I, before I vote in. Does, does the CHOP have a lawn chair award? Of course. Who are we giving it the, to? The black cat. MJ himself. Oh, that's aggressive. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you can't do that. I can. I just did. I'm telling you. <laughs> the man, God oh, love the man. Oh, man. But he, you know, every time he shows up to the track, his, his cars are shit. I don't know what to tell you. As soon as I saw he was in Nashville, and I have the 2311 team to win, I'm like, oh, no, not him. I'm going to tell you, you know? get out of the Grove. You get to the gate. They're going to be like, mm, nope, this name <laughs> is blacklisted. <laughs> Shark beat out. Never well, allowed back on property. I mean, it's, you know, they had, they, they had the two of the fastest cars. Loose wheel, 26-second pit stop for Bubba. So I, I, I hate to say this because I'm, I'm close to where Chopper is. I wasn't going to give it to, you know, MJ himself. But I was <laughs> going to give the Black Cat Award or the what, – wait, I'm sorry, you got me messing up now. The Lawn Chair Award <laughs> to the 2311 pit crew department. Yeah. Across bad. the board because they, they didn't get a wheel tight on Reddick's. And every time Bubba goes to Nashville because it was the same as last year, and they fixed their, fixed their pit crew – issues everywhere else don't get me wrong but it must be now i don't know if they go out on broadway i don't know if they don't come out early enough i don't know what happens about nashville but they are not good in nashville go ahead professor i see you typing like i got some stats to prove you guys wrong you don't know what you're talking about no no, no i'm i'm with you on 2311 they were top both of them top five in practice we thought they were they were the 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 favorites really and and then didn't show up really so if this was a venn diagram danny didn't get the lawn chair award but man he touches it still <laughs> yeah, and and Bubba even got that break to put him in great track position too, and then just gave it away. All right, well, out of Music City, we're moving on to the streets of Chicago. The first time in seventy-five years, NASCAR is going to roll off on a street course. I came a month ago. I walked the place. It's in Grant Park. It's going to use Michigan, Columbus, Lakeshore Drive. I mean, if it, it, we're just a mile down from the Magnificent Mile here in Chicago, I mean, it's all right here. It's quite. I'll be honest, I, I got here yesterday. It's a little surreal. Like, it's one thing to say, right? It, 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 my mind can't get, get it, figure, make sense of it yet. Like, it's amazing. 150 miles an hour down Lakeshore Drive, right? Like, think about what we're going to see here. Um, we got Black Crows, Chainsmokers, Miranda Lambert. I mean, it's a, it's a damn event. My son and his frat buddies are coming, so there's no telling um, what could possibly go down. So, chop. Leave your phone on because I'll be working. So if he needs bail money, you're next on the call list. I got him. <laughs> you coming this weekend? No, I'm not. I'm going to miss this weekend. Oh, okay. oh, wait, we didn't get an update. How did we do in the member guest season? Yeah, we started with a solid last place finish. <laughs> <laughs> Con- <laughs> convincingly. No, it wasn't even, we didn't fold up. We just sucked from the get-go. <laughs> I mean, it was but, bad. But, hey, hey. Professor, I called him the morning before the first tea time, and I knew it was going to be pretty good when I said, how are you doing? Looking for my effing luggage. I said, I thought it was a direct flight to Ohio. It was. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. I called him. They said, where could it? I said, where are they at? He says, well, it could be in Charlotte. Could be in, on its way to Indianapolis. I said, well, I, I came from Charlotte direct to Canton. How, how in the hell are we in Indianapolis? Well, I don't know, sir. Well, you I flew get, commercial? Yeah, slumming. Wow. Jeez. I, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was bad. We sucked. <clears throat> well, we're not going to suck this week on these picks, Job. Let's fire this up. Street course, 12 right. turns, 2.2 miles. 
mostly 90-degree corners, a little bit of a technical section between 7 and 11. Overall, the width of the track physically measured is not crazy wide. We play, see places in Road Atlanta, or excuse me, Road America that are the same width. The difference is when you drop a wheel at Road America, you know, hit up a little gravel. You drop a wheel here, and you're Jersey Barrier City. So it's going to be interesting. So this is where we turn it over to the professor, who, by the way, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Travis wow. might have to cut this out of the paw because I might throw up in my mouth a little bit why I say this. But last week, four out of the top five on the predictor app, eight out of the top ten. The big misses for the predictor app on the way back were Launchair's team, Tyler Reddick, and the wheel cut. No, actually, he wasn't on the list. I take that back. Harvick's flat tire and Ryan Blaney's hit into a non-safer barrier, which we're not going to get into here because it's going to be covered a hundred times, but it's ridiculous and needs to be looked at. Those two, Harvick and Blaney, were top ten cars flat tire and a wreck, and to fill their slots, bravo to, who were the ones that worked their way up right AJ. there? Dinger was 10th. Almondinger, yeah. Almondinger. And 8th was Eric Jones. And Eric Jones. So uh, 8 of the top 10 for the Predictor app. So um, first of all, cheers to you, Professor. Um, but now let's see. Let's talk first of all your approach, and then tell me who, who's the man here for the first ever street course. Well, so obviously no history on street courses or Chicago, so we just – rely heavily on road courses this, this week so this week we start off with the heavy favorite is chase elliott um then we go Tyler no, wait, wait 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 you you say favorite in the predictor because when you say heavy favorite yep. i'm thinking odds let's we're sticking the predictor for a minute sorry yep we'll stick with the predictor um heavy favorite is chase elliott in the predictor um you know he's he's finished top five in 15 of the last 22 road course races with seven wins it's a pretty good record. He's led in 16 of the last 19. And I think if you're you're this is going to be a track position race, right? Like so we if he gets up there, he's fast in qualifying. I I think he's going to be tough to beat. Um then we go with Tyler Reddick. Um he's won 3 of the last 6 road course races. That's where we keep him. Then William Byron next. You know, this was this one he's he's pretty high up because of how how much speed he's got. He won both stages and finished 5th at Coda this year. That's the one I that when the the numbers came out, I'm like I'm I'm a little skeptical of that one because of road course history. But he's been so fast this year, and that's a great team, and they're going to be prepared. And then you have Kyle Larson and AJ Allmendinger as your top five. To your point about your approach, Austin Sindrick, he drives a variety of stuff or has in his career. He said yesterday when asked about the road course that it's not too far different from any road course racing to run at a street course. But, quote, the penalty as a driver is a lot bigger for looking for lap time. So, basically, the skill sets needed are still the same. Braking, shifting, turning both directions. Your overall view is a little more limited because of the barriers. And basically what he's saying is it's all risk management. You have to understand. You have to run 80 85% because you, if you step a wheel out, it could end your day. And for that reason... I'm looking at the guys that I just feel have risk management approaches, right? Because there's some drivers that are good at the road courses, but they're good at the road courses. It's like in golf, right? Some guys are pound it down there and gouge it out. Uh, this is more of a U.S. Open type thing right here, Chop. You've got to have a, hit a lot of fairways, hit a lot of greens, right? The guys that you're not going to get a lot of mistakes on this road course here, maybe one, because our cars are definitely tougher than IndyCar and other open wheel series that runs at the street courses. But those toe links, man, they're not made of unobtainium, right? They're just metal. They're going to break. So for that reason, I do think that the experience and the personality. So when I put the Stevie spin on the predictor, I think Chase Elliott has the right mindset. 
I think Tyler Reddick has a lot of weight on him. You want to talk about having MJ as an owner. Well, they unveiled the paint scheme in Chicago. It's Jumpman on the hood. You're in Chicago. I mean, it would be the biggest win for Tyler Reddick in his career. Don't get me wrong. But that's a lot, a lot of pressure. It's like kind of being Chop's partner and a member guest. There's a lot of pressure. It's weighing on you. You got to try to get it figured out. Um, and then I like the rest of yours. I think Byron, Larson, Dinger, Bush, they're all going to be fine. I think Truex. I do agree with your strategy of track position. There hasn't been a pass for the lead at Monaco under green in 30 years. 30 years. I don't think it'll be that bad here. But if you think your driver's in sixth and you're like, you got a chance, I don't think you do, bud. Like, your driver's going to have to front two rows. How many passing zones are there on this course? Into one for sure. Into four is the second great one. Into six is another great one. So that's three. Maybe into 12. I'll give you four. Like, I think there's legit passing zones. There are. The problem is there's four great defending zones. Right? Like, like you, you know, and no, we know these guys with their stupid little digital camera. These guys can block. And they can just run a guy down. I think we're going to have a big moment in this race. I think everyone's going to start like this is narrow and the walls are close and we're going to be real nice and we're going to this and we're going to that and we're going to we're going to get through a couple stages and then somewhere with 15 to go somebody's going to be out on older tires, somebody on newer tires is going to be running them down, they're going to be faster and there's going to be a moment where that leader's going to decide how much he wants it and I'm going to tell you he's going to want it too much and we are going to show Chicago what a NASCAR um, big issue looks like and we're going to have one big stuff job. And somebody's going to block, and he's going to get stuffed, and it's going to be, I think it's going to be Long impressive. Game. I could be wrong, but I think we're going to have a, I think we're going to have a big, a big moment in one of these races. And I, why not? Like, if we're going to come to Chicago, let's do it NASCAR style. Let's show them elbows out. I bet the first lap of practice to the last lap of the race is five seconds. So the surface is streets going faster. I bet the end, I bet the fastest lap of the weekend will be in the race. It won't even be in qualifying, just hmm. because. When you walk the surface, it's like Canton, Ohio, job. Like, like you know, we got old pavement, Pothole? new pavement. We got manhole Ain't covers. No new pavement. Huh? Let's talk, talk about something you know. Canton, Ohio, there's no new pavement. <laughs> it's potholes. This was Those like Canton, Ohio, track. but there's, there's some fresh spots put down for the NASCAR race. Uh, but my point is you go over a couple bridges, so it's rough and rough in, in the right way. And, I th- you know, there's no rubber put down on streets at home. Right, like, like these race cars are going to put some rubber down. So it's going to be great to see. So with all that long dissertation, got, what's that? Got long, long practice this week, right? 50 minutes? 50, which is 50 long minutes. for the season. I would consider it short for a oh. track that's never been seen. How about this, guys? This not even a track until midnight Friday night. Oh, There's little spots of it. But Michigan and Lakeshore don't get shut down until after rush hour on Friday. So, like, you mm. can't even go out. Like, like, when I say I've been walking the track, I walk like 60% of it because a couple of big straightaways I can't, I can't even get on. Um, so man, it's good. Saturday, this guy, Friday night, early to bed, early to rise. I got track walk, pace car rides, Xfinity practice, Xfinity qualifying, cup practice, cup qualifying, Xfinity race. I mean, it's a full day of action. That's a year's worth of work for you. We're going to probably agree to that. Okay. So with all that dissertation and you loving Chase Elliott, let's jump in the odds. Racing season is underway. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DOE. Bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DOE, D-O-U-G-H, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 
467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas City. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash auto racing terms. Come on, Chop. Where are we betting? What are we feeling? Where's, where's, the, where's our money at this week? Man, I don't know. I, practice is going to tell me a lot more than, I mean, it's, it's so new to even have any sense of it. I think you're right in that you have to go with the, the core guys. I see a couple guys down the list that might be interesting at higher odds. So I'm with you on that. And let me just say, I, I love your thought of practice, but practice goes right into qualifying. So oh. the odds are going, you get 50 minutes, but they treat it like the normal 10 minute practice. What I mean is they go to pit road, they practice for 50 minutes, they come in, they change tires, they qualify. So you're not okay. going to have a time to put your bet in. Now you'll have tons of time after qualifying, but you might get killed on some juice. So for that reason, what you were just saying makes sense. If you like Reddick, if you like Elliott, if you like Larson, even Truex at the top of the, the, the leaderboards, even Don, you know the Dinger at 9-1, to one, I mean, just wait and see if they're good because what are they going to move? But there's some names down the list, though, that I think if things go right, they could win the race, and those are the ones yep. I'm looking at. Yeah, that's that's where I was focused. That mid tier pack. I look at Logano at thirty five to one. Yeah, now you're making sense to me. Yeah, like Blaney and Harvick too, forty five yeah. to one. Those would be some good early bets, just because the odds are fantastic. If they have a good session, they're going to yeah. drop in half at least. I had the quotes from, and I actually think Austin Sendrick is an interesting pick. Look, the Fords are are crap. They've been awful. They were awful at Nashville. Um, yeah. But you just wonder, does he have that mix of patience yet youthful, I'm excited for something new? Like, you have to ask yourself, I know Harvick's excited to be here. This is a knock on Harvick. But, man, if you've done this for 20 years, you're like, I'm going to come and I'm going to smile and I'm going to give it my mm. best. But, you know. My sense is he, anybody's going to get excited about this. I mean, I mean you would there. definitely want your name on the inaugural. Yeah. And he's a guy that can manage the race, too, right? Like, he, he's going to take it easy, and he's going to be there at the end. So where's Harvick in your predictor? Harvick in the predictor is 10th. Where's Logano? 15th. He's 15th. I, I think both of those are, are good. Now, now Logano's won the first race the last two places we went that were new, Gateway and the Coliseum. You know what, Chop? It didn't take 40 minutes for the professor to give us the nugget of the day. Well, I got that from Larry Mack a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to the chopper. Really? Yeah. Really? Larry Mack's been on that for weeks. <laughs> Is that where you're getting your info now? Well, it's the same place, but I'm not sure it's the right way, <laughs> the right direction. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You fed him that, huh? 
Well, all right, there you go. He gets uh, the notes too, Chop. Okay, there you go. That's why I don't read the notes, Chop, because everybody gets them. I, <laughs> I go with the first hand of information right out of the professor's mouth. <laughs> so if we think it's a tough way to pick a win, let's talk about the approach then. If we're a little well, unsure about the winner, where is our value for the week? Is our value, you know, top tens? Because when I look at the top ten line, the plus money flips at about the ninth place guy, right? Do you say there's going to be some different guys in the top tens? Or like, what's your pro- are you are you approaching this like a, hey, sit on the sidelines and see? It's going to be chaos? I don't know. The top tens have not been good to me. And, man, I'm looking back here. It goes uh, eight races since I was plus in the top tens. Now, we started out hot. So I think we this. Can't hit it. I think here's what happens for the year. You start the year. The books don't know. We have some pretty good educated guesses on who's going to be in the top 10. We hit them right away. They've, they've killed the juice. And the more we run the predictor, the more accurate it becomes. That's why the head-to-heads, I think, are really, really coming to life. Plus, we've had less late yellows. Um, yep. So I think this is a week of combination of, I like, a handful of high flyers in the race, a couple of those 25-to-1 veterans, small little nibbles, half units, right? Like, like just... just yep. Only say that because the chance of Chop sitting on the sidelines, that's the best bet in the world because it's a no, not a chance. He's sitting on the sidelines. Um, I mean, if him and I go to seventh grade soccer, we're going to have a little action. Uh, <laughs> Got to. We had yeah, action last night in the hotel lobby the on the quote of a driver. I read a quote. My boss had to go through which driver it was. I gave him eight guesses. Uh, he got it on the seventh guess. So, I mean, we got action on action. Absolutely. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Let, let's talk about this. So, I was, I was with them – Travis, I was with them Saturday night, and they were betting on two two guys at a bar arm wrestling each other. <laughs> I took that little skinny guy. I thought he was scrappy. <laughs> and who won? The big guy. <laughs> that guy looked scrappy, though. I mean, you know what all the in. best part is, Russell? You saying that like it's odd. Every one of our listeners are going, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, I will tell you guys, though, back at Nashville, let me tell you. Riding around there, walking through the stands, going through the campground. I hear a lot of dirty modo chants. I hear right. a little. I hear a lot of man. I was. I went down to Broadway and joined. Um, Travis was down there for dirty mo. Um, what was it? Dale Junior Download. Travis, is that right? It was a Dale Junior Download at Old Red. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, the there were some people in there. One guy sitting front row said, and I quote, "I'm cashing in on Chops picks." My man. <laughs> Love that. So for that reason, let's give him some You know picks. what I hear, though? You yeah, know what I hear out there? We, I put all these picks out, and these guys are only taking the winners. They're only taking the who's going to win the race. And I keep telling them, you got to do the sheet if you're going to do, you know. You can't, you can't hit and miss. What you're saying is when you put your sheet out, that's all the ingredients to dinner. You can't pick and choose what ingredients you're going to put in the soup. Right. You got to put it all it's in. Half-baked, if not. I mean, you, you got to have the got to have the mix now we've been hitting a lot of winners so that helps but you know i think you know at this point remember last year in the season the head-to-heads got the second half of the season we just killed it on the head-to-heads chop's getting into his prime right now oh this is this is like tony stewart when it's hot (laughs) (laughs) we're such degenerates russell that chopper and i have a bet today on what i'm going to shoot at a golf course in illinois that he's not even playing with me I have to report oh, in my and score. you haven't seen. I haven't seen. We haven't even seen the golf course. We're trying to we set a line we earlier. We're on Google looking hole by hole. What is well, he going to shoot here? 
I heard it was 84 and a half. It's 84 and a half dependent on T's, though. So we got to, we got to, I have to report in on T length. We even got Burton in on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Burton's going to be the century mark, I think. (laughs) Man, he's getting good, though. Man, I'll tell you. Hey, we introduced him to a, um, to a banker game yesterday at the club. Ooh, how'd that go? Um, he gave up a little bit, but he and he got to see the banker in the original because he got to see Ooh. our DH and the Hickory Holler go head to head on the um, on the golf course. And and at one point he leaned in like any new gambler goes and goes. So when they say press, that doubles the bet. I said it does. He goes, but they've said it like five times. I said I know, and we're making the turn. We got. <laughs> <laughs> well. Good to get him exposed. No, it was good. It was good. All right, exposure time. Russell, what's your picks? Who are you on today? If you could give Chopper five guys or five bets that you think he has to consider, let's hear him. Now, for the win, I would say you got to stay in that Logano, Harvick, even even Blaney range with, with what those odds are. I love those odds. And okay. then, um. I want to McDowell s- at twenty eight. I was just gonna say I I want to see what McDowell does in practice. He's he's has some street experience. He's been really good on the road courses lately. His crew chief, you know, is one that's you know will gamble on strategy. They can gamble on strategy. If you got a chance to get up front, you're gonna you're you can stay up front here. So I, I like that. And then you know when we get into the matchups, it's there's there's guys that you know are just traditionally really good at road courses. What about the longer odd top 10 guys? You've covered the wins, but so I'm just going to start reading names. Starting at the bottom. Ty Dillon, nope. Balicki, nope. Andy Lally, while he's a road courser, I don't believe so. Noah Gregson. There, there's a guy I have a question for. Like Noah in the Xfinity series ran up front. Can he run a top 10? It's plus 750 range. I don't believe so, but what do the stats say, Professor? No, I would say that the stats agree with you. Okay, then we have Harrison, Todd Gilliland. I don't see that happening. How about Austin Dillon or Stenhouse? Two veterans. Stenhouse having a great year, although cooling off a smidge. The professor has given us a very disappointing grimace of a head shake here. You know, it was Grimace's birthday the other day. I saw he's back at McDonald's. Yeah. You know who else's birthday it was the other day, Stevie? Yep. The Chapa. The Chapa. 48. Fossil. Yeah, 48. Nice talking to you. All I know is he's waiting a couple more years because that's a whole other set of T's. He's oh, eyeing them up. Senior, baby. Super <laughs> senior. senior. <laughs> he came home from the senior inner club, and I said, how was it? And he goes, I am the longest guy in the field. I hit the ball way over these fossils. That's what he tells me. <laughs> he goes, I hit the ball, and all you hear is, ooh, and ah. <laughs> Not ooh. <laughs> Like normal. <laughs> yeah, I remiss. Happy birthday, Chop. Thank you. Yeah, you know what he was doing on his birthday? He was mowing his grass. I went and saw him. Life is real for me. Um, so Stenhouse, Dylan. How about Bubba? No. Three to one, Bubba top ten. Nope. I was gonna say, there's only one answer here. My man can't keep it between the navigational beacons on an open air road course, so when we street course <laughs> it down, ain't happening. Love the guy, doing great things. He had this big I don't know what they call it. Bubba's block party or something. 4,000 yep. people here at Chicago. Like what Bubba's doing for the sport is amazing, but this, this isn't a rah-rah podcast. This is a betting podcast. And I'm telling you, this is a F-A-D-E fade Bubba. 
Yep. No arguments. I, when you come up that list some more, I think like Haley's one that you could stop at for a little bit. Okay, well, listen, he's right there. Let's see. Hold on. We got Bubba, Priest, no dice. Almirola, ain't happening. Eric Jones, Justin Haley, Jensen Button, three in a row. Let's start with Haley. I think Haley could, I think will, be somewhere inside the top 15 or 17. Front half of the field. Now, I'm not saying top 10. He's three to one, right? I'm not guaranteeing anything, but he's a front half of the field guy. What do you think about Button? So Jensen Button drove Garage 56. He was at Mm -hmm. Coda. He was a little vocal after Coda about the contact, which I didn't appreciate. Like, man, this is NASCAR, man. If you don't like it, go back open wheel. I don't want to tell you. I know you're a Formula One champ. I know you're the guy. I'm not questioning that. But, yeah, man, this is what we're built on. I think he's going to have pace, but I just think that. Who's he running with? Legs he's in Rick Ware, but it's basically going to be a Stuart Haas supported car coming from Fox with all. I'm sorry, from Fox. Coming from uh, Ford with all their money. So it, it's kind of like an SHR car, which I don't know if SHR can outrun Rick Ware Racing most weeks. So I don't know if that's an improvement. Um, you know, I just, once again, and I say this all the time, he is a Formula One champ, but it's a slap in the face to the cup drivers that think he's going to be better than them. I don't buy it. So I'm not, I'm not on there. Yeah, but he's got all that extra experience in that Garage 56 car now. So I think that, that helps him out a little bit. He was 18th at Coda. For sure. Of the added drivers, he's the one I like. You know, I think, I think he's not crazy. Let's keep going up the list. Briscoe, new crew chief last week. Solo. I think he's too aggressive for this type of track. I think his pace mm-hmm. will be okay. I think he's... he's Kozlowski, no dice. Shane Van Geisenberg, Gisenberg? How do I say it? I don't know. You're the announcer. Yeah. Yeah, but it's only midweek. I can tell you he is a V8 supercar driver. I can tell you that he's he's won a bunch of races over there. I can tell you when they race over there, he's shifting with his left hand. I spent some time with him in Nashville. I thought it was awkward chop to say, hey, how do I say your last name? So I'm going to make Russell do that some point this weekend, and then I'm going to get it right on air. Um... (laughs) Red Bull guy, just a good dude. Um, he's in Garage 91, which for those who don't know, that's kind of like the Justin Marks added entry. Pretty Project cool. 91. Project. Oh, Project 91. Garage 56, Project 91. Go. We're going to have to get him cleaned up. Legitimate yeah. ask. Ty Gibbs, plus 170. That's a guy. That's a legit guy. I think that's a bet because I think Ty Gibbs is, has matured this year, and I think he's youthful. I think all the prep on the simulators, all the prep in the video games, hell, he – doesn't know any better than this. Like we talk about, oh man, you've never seen the track before. He hasn't seen any tracks. Like his his world was COVID. Hey man, welcome to Pocono. You've never been here. You don't get any practice. Go figure it out. Right? Like, yeah. like I think this is gonna be comfortable for Ty Gibbs. I like Ty Gibbs as a top ten. And he could have run who knows how many laps on, on this in iRacing and the simulator. All right, let's any other top tens you like, Russ, or can we go to matchups? Because that's well, where look, we're gonna well, get some more. You know, you got I think Harvick and Blaney at one fifty. Are a potential and Logano at thirty-five. Yeah, I, I mean, when you can get those kind of guys top ten versus that's you know, so well said. Going with, that's so well going said. Right? House and the, these guys that are that, that's they so have a well great said. run, they can get there. But those guys can get there any week. When you talk about guys with four or five hundred starts and 30, 40, 50, 60 wins, and you can get a plus money to run in the front third of the field, you just take it. 
You don't try to predict, no offense, professor, on your projection model. You, you don't try to predict what's going to happen in this chaotic race. You just say, these guys are badasses. They've done it their whole life. You know, I, I totally agree that that whole wave of veterans at plus money, you just pop a whole bunch of them. Because the beauty is, if you have plus money on all of them, and you go five to five, even if you go four and six, you break even. There's one on there you don't. DH at plus 130. He's hitting walls on an open course. Can you imagine how many double-sided walls he's going to hit? Jeez. That's a fade. Oh. Uh, you know, okay, call it as I see it. What do you want me to do? Well, I want you to move to matchups. Better, but... Huh? Let's move to matchups. Let's right. go. Here we go. Almondinger, Chastain. The numbers say Almondinger. So don't I. Dinger. Won the Xfinity race last week. Um, I think it's the Dinger. I like Dinger over Chastain. I love Dinger over Suarez, but I'm not, I think playing 155 is a, is a mistake. So The biggest problem you're going to have here is Almondinger is going to feel a lot of pressure. Like This is one he's had circled. I think with the baby on the way, I don't know if that – I mean, I hear what you're saying. How much difference does a, the equipment make – on a road course like this versus a traditional oval. I think the tra- I think the top. driver will be able to make up more here than anywhere else we go. Okay. Just because So let's talk about the week at Chop. They park, they move their to pit road. They they can't even get to their haulers. Like hmm. you have to go over a pedestrian bridge. So when we say they have 50 minutes of practice, it's going to be all oh, front shocks, front the, it, it, you know, it's not it's not control alt delete rebuild. So and at some point, and you're chasing a track that's moving. You know, like, like when you go out and, oh, slipping and sliding, and every time somebody puts tires on, there's going to be a new fast lap of practice. Like, it's just going to keep getting faster. So I love the dinger there. I mean, have we ever seen dinger in every car he's ever sat in not be a top five road course guy? So I love the dinger. Here's an interesting one. Busher, who has found some pace at the road courses, versus Kyle Busch. Plus money. I think it's still Kyle Busch. I'm not taking it at minus 140. The only way I'm on that bet is Busher. I'm not saying to take it, but I'm only taking plus money. Yeah, Kyle Busch has been top three <laughs> the last three road courses. Byron and Hamlin. So, so there's your fade, Hamlin. You want it? Yeah, no, not at one. Not to pay 145. All right. Larson and Elliott. Larson's plus money. I I want you to see another Larson plus money matchup this season. Yeah. He's due. That kid is. What I will say is Larson at the road courses has not been great in the race, but he is a really good qualifier. Or at least at Sonoma. Is that everywhere or just Sonoma, Professor? Do I I make it up because he's so good at Sonoma? Uh, You made it up. You made it up. He's good at Sonoma. Yes. We're not at Sonoma, though. Man, you got a little froggy today. No, I'm, I'm just being honest. It, it, he's only had one qualifying session better than 13th in the last five races, road course races. See, Professor, that's why we bring you on here. My emotion says it would have been better. I still like Larson to plus money, though. I mean, I, it kind of goes back to your veteran point and the veterans in the top 10. Right, if you're going to take a veteran plus money top ten, I would take any veteran plus money in a matchup. Yeah, especially against an Elliott. Now this is you know he's got to win. So does he get more aggressive at the end because he's got to win? Does that cause a problem for him? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure they think they have to win anymore. Like, really? I think they have to win, but I'm not sure they do. 
I think the professor has a point. I still think they have to win. Give me something that Chop's going to just like get Reddick out of the over, seat. I like, I like Reddick over Truex. Reddick over Truex. Yep. <laughs> you might as well reach over and slap the professor in the face. Yeah, look at that. Look at that grimace. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Chop. Whatever. You can out gamble me. Let's do what dinner do again. I got to buy two steaks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the last road course race? What? Who's the hottest driver right now? You think it's going to keep going? Byron was hot too early. He's still hot. Okay. I'll take it. Whatever bet you want. Okay. What you got? We got dinner. Dinner? Dinner. Bet. Yep. That's even odds too. Yep. I think, yeah. I mean, of course, MJ's going to be there, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> that's not good. On the streets of Chicago. Oh, that's not yeah. good at all. What could go wrong? And Reddick's got so much pressure on him, too, to, to win on these types of tracks after last year. Okay, we'll see. So where is the value on the board? Top Chevy, top Ford? We did okay there. What, so you're saying your matchups have been the best place to be? Yep. I will tell you this. I will just say this. This is a generic statement. If post-qualifying you have a matchup you're unsure about and somebody has a plus 8 or plus 10 spots on the grid, take it. And anybody giving up five rows, we're at, you know, I, I'm not saying we're going to pay minus 180 juice, but if, Chop, if we can find you a bet at like minus 130 or better odds and they're giving up five rows on the grid, just take it. Just, just... There's no stage breaks. We don't know when the yellers are coming. Like, just take it because I think this race, everybody's looking for chaos. I actually think the different. I think these guys are way better than I think. I actually think the first half or two-thirds of this race could run nice long green flag, get into a rhythm. And I, I think it's going to be hard to make. I don't want to say this is going to be Formula One-esque because we're going to damn race up front. They're going to beat and bang and knock some tires out of the way. But I just don't see a guy coming from row 12 inside the top five. I just... And I think that's a really tall ask. If I was a crew chief in that 50-minute practice, I would do a couple simulated qualifying runs. Like, hey, man, like, put the air pressure in that we think we need for qualifying. Let's go attack a little bit. Like, try to get your mindset at the end of that practice into qualifying. Uh, now, it is group qualifying, which means they, when I say group, the whole, fe- well, half the field goes out timed together. And then the second half goes out timed together. And then the top five of each go run again. Um, so you get multiple laps, but hmm. um, so for matchups, I would just take take the lineup. So let's look down the board because we love these oddball bets. Can a driver win all three stages? That has potential now that there's no stage breaks. Winning team, I do think this is kind of interesting. Like, I mean, is, is HMS really that big of a favorite? I don't know. So you know the one that they that they must have got crushed on at Sonoma because the odds have, have totally switched was my um, even odd car number winning. You that, are that a totally line mover. switched. Yeah, I moved the line there, Stevie. Hey. Professional gambler. I'd love to say you're crazy and call you out, but I actually don't think you're wrong. Because that was the complete yeah. opposite entering Sonoma. All right, let's hear him. Picks for the week. Let's jump right in. I'm going to get some juice going right here because everybody's tiptoeing around, waiting for practice. Horse we got to damn put our name on the line right here. I was victorious last week. So the standings. Trav, what are the standings? I, I still don't think you're winning. 
All right. So who picks first? Chopper picks first. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with this week's picks in the head-to-head challenge, birthday boy, straight from Canton's member guest, last place finisher, Chopper. Where's the, uh, get, show me the top Ford. <clears throat> Ford. I'm going to take Logano, top Ford. Actually. Oh, 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 I heard the professor whispering. That's a good bet, actually. I, yeah. What should Chop take about that statement? That's a good bet, actually. Like, you can't believe he had, like, what was kind of answer was that? Well, that's a good bet. All right, Travis is next, or am I next? You're next. Me? I think I'm going to stick with my head-to-heads, because that's the only one I've been victorious on. And I am going to take, oh, I'm going to take plus money Christopher Bell over Christopher Busher. The Battle of the Christophers, going with the Chops Theory. I think this is a heads-up bet. I get plus money on Bell. I think that Bell um, is just going to have a quiet week. I don't think he's going to be up there in the top five, but I think he's going to run somewhere in the top eight, top nine, like he always seems to do. So I'm going to take Bell. And I like the four-car organization at Toyota to gain as much information as quick as possible to improve whatever cars they have. Bell over Busher. How about from off-screen producer Trav? Really prep for this, Trav. Trav, what is Trav in the sauce over there? He ain't had a beer already, has he? It's early. You've moved this way up on him. I'm an hour before you guys. Yeah, we're not, we're not going golf today. We got to work. You're not golfing today. Give me Blaney nope. Top Ford. Blaney oh. Top Ford. Oh. You know what I got to say to that? Wow. Not a lot to say it on air. Bleep me. All right, Professor, <laughs> let's go, Payday Hood. Let me hear it. Oh, I'm going. Um, Martin Truex something. Yeah, I'm going to do um, – I'm all in on the Truex line. Truex. To win. No. No, oh, that's too much. That's not all in, then. That's too much. <laughs> we should I'm going to do Truex over Larson. Ooh, second side bet. You want that? Yeah. I love that. He's yeah. not ready for us, Chop. If that <laughs> even had a quiver, he is – listen, I've never met a less – risky, less gambler guy on a gambling podcast than the professor on this one. He wouldn't gamble. He doesn't speed. He doesn't, like, he is the most conservative. The, the, talk the about speeding. Hold on. Talking about speeding. Burton was actually worried about your driving on the way home the other day. So just. What are you talking about? That out there. Where? In Nashville. Oh, I was efficient. <laughs> <laughs> Fish I was getting ready to say the most gambling the professor does is being buddies with you and me, Chop. That is the riskiest <laughs> behavior he does in his life. So I'll take that bet, Chop, if right. Stevie can can talk to my boss like he tries to to see if I can get um, expense that dinner. Oh, you can. I've already got that approved. Whoa. I've already got it approved. You got it approved? Yeah, we're on. Who's expensing my dinners? Well, this is Travis. Tell Travis he has expense. <laughs> I can't get I can't get a dirty mo hat. How am I gonna get a dinner out of them? Yeah, Trav. What's the deal? When are we gonna get some swag? Yeah, the people have been asking for swag. Yeah, more people than just us three. Uh, I have two designs. You guys get out the negatives in our what's the bet segment. Maybe we'll get some swag. No, no, check it out, Trav. I got two. Where's that chopper's bet sheet? Hmm. I saw I saw like a it's like a black and white kind of silhouette of a guy with like his pockets out like he's broke, and I wanted to say I listen to Dirty Mo Doe. 
And then I want another one of a guy with like a king on and money in his hand that says, so do I, or I listen to it. You got to have both sides of it. I just yeah. want an invite to dinner. I mean, you guys are wanting swag and everything. I can't even get an invite. Wait, Trav, when did you go home from Nashville? Uh, Sunday. You weren't there Saturday night. Yes, I was. I was absolutely hammered. I fell off the mechanical bull at Whiskey River at 10th. Now that would have been okay, well, there. Well, I thought your invite was because you weren't there. Now I know your invite was, and this says a lot, because you were too banged up shit to join us. <laughs> oh, no way I would have made it to dinner. All right, guys, we haven't talked some group bets. Let's talk group bets. Let's talk group bets here. And group A, Elliot, Reddick, Truex, Larson. I think you're picking a winner there. Or Well, is that true? Normally, I would say you're picking a winner. That's a good question. Chop, you think you're not picking a winner with the chaos? Normally we avoid group A like the plague because we think you're picking a winner. Well, you know, now that the, you know, you got plus 290 for Larson, you know, those, those group bets have been more in the 150s and 170s, and it makes it tough. But look at group A at DraftKings at Larson plus 290. I don't know that it is a winner. I mean, I think he can win too for sure. Well, I'm going to tell you, to your point about split odds, Group C is, is amazing to me. Byron is even money against three drivers. Wow. And then the other three guys are 3x your money. In theory, Man. you could put a unit on Bell, McDowell, and Hamlin. Like, like, right. And all you got to do is have one of them beat Byron, and you're making money. That's interesting. I mean, that's crazy odds. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Byron is not a road course guy. No. Like, all... You the other that that was like Reddick at that group, right? At plus one right, five against those right. guys. Right. Yeah. Because the other three have had more success on road courses than Byron has. I like McDowell in that group. Or he Bell. sticks around. I mean, the, McDowell sticks around. I agree with what you're saying there. I think if this turns into a little bit of chaos, McDowell, every speedway race, it's chaos. It's like, oh, look, here he is, 34 car. Yeah. Finds a way. Finds a way. All right. Well, our friends at DraftKings have a lot of options. They have wins. They have top fives, top threes, group bets, matchups. Let's try to find five. Let's come up with five great bets to watch. We're not saying these are hammers. We're not saying these are must bets. But here midweek, heading into the weekend with practice and qualifying. All right, guys, five DraftKings bets to watch. I believe I'm going to start with what we talked about, which is DraftKings. I think a bet to watch are the long odds, guys. Let's talk about a Blaney, Logano, Harvick, three Ford drivers all to win, 35, 45, and 45 to 1. I think the Ford drivers to win is a DraftKings bet to watch for sure. Job, you like which group? If you're going to talk DraftKings bets to watch, would you say Group A or Group C? Where would you go first? You like McDowell and Group C? I do. I think that has, that has some opportunity. You're just betting really against one guy there um, for the most part. Well, then I was going to say that the professor, he has the head-to-head tool, and I think it nothing – Applies better to that than the DraftKings matchups. So I'm going to run through just a few real quick, and let's see where the eyebrows start to twitch for the professor. We've got Dinger versus Chastain, Busher versus Bush, Byron versus Hamlin, Larson versus Elliott, Reddick versus Truex. I'm not going to let you pick Reddick versus Truex because you love Truex, and your emotion clouds a good pick there. So if we talk about the other four, give me a DraftKings matchup you're watching. Um, I, I like Almondinger, so I, I think Almondinger versus Chastain is a, is a good one to watch. Even with the pressure on the Dinger, you think Dinger, everybody thinks Dinger, so you're going to watch it, and if Dinger has the lights out speed, we think you're going to be heavy on the Dinger. Yep. All right, there you have it. So DraftKings bets to watch. Guys, I don't know what to expect. I can't wait. The streets of Chicago, Professor, 
Come on, come on up. We're going to start walking. Bring your walking shoes. We're going to get some steps in this week. Um, the first ever street course yeah. on the streets of Chicago. First ever in 75 years in the history of NASCAR. Um, exciting to see if Chop can get right the ship. Had a little bleed on his picks. Lost a little bit of money in Nashville. We'll see if we could turn it around for Chicago. Yeah. This is another episode of Dirty Mode Dough. May all your best pay off. I got chest stained. Oh, you got chest stained. That is great. So... Normally, it's Rick Allen. You got chastained. I got chastained this week, last week. Oh, boy. All right. Well, hopefully, you'll avoid chastained this week. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.